0: "'so much for the unhappy beginning of Jude's career as a book. "'After these verdicts from the press, "'its next misfortune was to be burnt by a bishop, "'probably in his despair at not being able to burn me. "'Then somebody discovered that Jude was a moral work, "'austere in its treatment of a difficult subject, "'as if the writer had not all the time said in the preface "'that it was meant to be so. "'Thereupon many uncursed me, and the matter ended.' the only effect of it on human conduct that I could discover being its effect on myself, the experience completely curing me of further interest in novel writing. One incident among many arising from the storm of words was that an American man of letters, who did not whitewash his own morals, informed me that, having bought a copy of the book on the strength of the shocked criticisms, he read on and on, wondering when the harmfulness was going to begin, and at last flung it across the room with execrations at having been induced by the rascally reviewers to waste a dollar and a half on what he was pleased to call a religious and ethical treatise. I sympathised with him and assured him honestly that the misrepresentations had been no collusive trick of mine to increase my circulation among the subscribers to the papers in question. Then there was the case of the lady who, having shuddered at the book in an influential article bearing intermediate headlines of horror and printed in a world-read journal, wrote to me shortly afterwards that it was her desire to make my acquaintance. To return, however, to the book itself, the marriage laws being used in great part as the tragic machinery of the tale, and its general drift on the domestic side tending to show that, in Diderot's words, the civil law should be only the enunciation of the law of nature, a statement that requires some qualification, by the way. I have been charged since 1895 with a large responsibility in this country for the present shop-soiled condition of the marriage theme, as a learned writer characterised it the other day. I do not know. My opinion at that time, if I remember rightly, was what it is now, that a marriage should be dissolvable as soon as it becomes a cruelty to either of the parties, being then essentially and morally no marriage, and it seemed a good foundation for the fable of a tragedy, told for its own sake as a presentation of particulars containing a good deal that was universal, and not without a hope that certain cathartic Aristotelian qualities might be found therein. The difficulties down to twenty or thirty years back of acquiring knowledge in letters without pecuniary means were used in the same way, though I was informed that some readers thought these episodes an attack on venerable institutions, and that when Ruskin College was subsequently founded, it should have been called the College of Jude the Obscure. Artistic effort always pays heavily for finding its tragedies in the forced adaptation of human instincts, to rusty and irksome moulds that do not fit them. To do bloodier and the conflagratory bishop justice, what they meant seems to have been only this. We Britons hate ideas, and we are going to live up to that privilege of our native country. Your picture may not show the untrue or the uncommon, or even be contrary to the canons of art, but it is not the view of life that we who thrive on conventions can permit to be painted but what did it matter as for the matrimonial scenes in spite of their touching the spot and the screaming of a poor lady in blackwood that there was an unholy anti-marriage league afoot the famous contract a sacrament i mean is doing fairly well still and people marry and give in what may or may not be true marriage as light-heartedly as ever the author has even been reproached by some earnest correspondents that he has left the question where he found it and has not pointed the way to a much-needed reform. After the issue of Jude the Obscure as a serial story in Germany, an experienced reviewer of that country informed the writer that Sue Bridehead, the heroine, was the first delineation in fiction of the woman who was coming into notice in her thousands every year, the woman of the feminist movement, the slight, pale bachelor girl, the intellectualized, emancipated bundle of nerves that modern conditions were producing, mainly in cities as yet, who does not recognize the necessity for most of her sex to follow marriage.